movie and top in your TARDIS as you're listening to another episode of Doctor. <laughs> what? That's me suffocating in the vacuum oh, of okay. space. Huh? I, Doctor, I, huh? That's the name this, of our podcast. I wrote this yeah. down. I don't know what it meant. Does the doctor know that he has an iPhone or something? Huh? I don't know what that meant. Uh, he does reference both Facebook and Twitter in this episode. So maybe oh, he's like. No, I know. <laughs> I know what that meant. It's because he's criticizing capitalism in this episode. Oh. Does he know he that he has to, an iPhone or something? Doesn't he know? Has he. If you think about it, capitalism made everything. He made his. And if you. And, and if you. If you. And maybe he should see that. This maybe guy's a space and time traveler. He participates in a lot of societies, to be honest. He, he's participating in just about every society that we More than I can imagine. I'm Sam, the enjoyer and understander of Hard Space Shipbreaker. I was also thinking about Hard Space Shipbreaker, even though I've never played it. It's a good I'm, game. I'm uh, I'm Jordan, and I'm I'm able to stand up on my own. <laughs> uh, Very cool. Uh-huh. <laughs> this week we're talking about series ten, episode five, Oxygen, written by Jamie Matheson. Matheson, directed by Charles Palmer, starring Truman Capote as the Doctor. Sam, can I say something? Can I say uh-huh. something? Uh, this is my new favorite episode of Doctor Who. Really? Oh, this episode is so fucking good, dude. It's a, it's a great like, one. I think I th- this is like, you, sh- you should all, everyone should go, if you have access to it, you should go watch Oxygen Doctor Who Series 10 Episode 5 right now. But don't pay for it. Don't pay for it. Well, I tried to find it without paying for it because I couldn't log in to the, whatever that, the Max X uh, garbage on my phone. Uh, so I tried to find it. And then I couldn't find it. I don't know where the BBC lands in this whole writer strike, but don't pay for it. (laughs) Don't pay for it. Just to be safe, don't pay for it. I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure British television is, is, uh, Actors Equity and not SAG AFTRA. But 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 it's on, it's on Max, which is HBO. True. Don't pay for it. Just don't pay for it to be safe. Don't pay for it. Steal, uh, torrent it to be safe. Um, (laughs) throw a brick at your local TV executive. But also. Just to be safe. Just to be safe, just, just in case. Safe. But also, this episode's fucking great. It's a great episode. I, I'm glad that you liked it. I I had some issues with it, but they weren't very my, substantial. My main my main issues with this episode, that's like keeping it from the coveted A plus, are Matt Lucas related. Um, mm-hmm. but I was thinking about like what all my all the like not just my favorite Doctor Who episodes because you know I haven't seen them in a long time, but like what are the like. What are the episodes that people say are, like, the good episodes? It's like, well, I don't want to, you know, Blink. Uh, Blink is one, and, like, uh, The Empty Child or Dr. Dance is another. I feel like this one kind of takes the boxes. It's really, uh, it's really, uh, you know, the writing's pretty good. The, uh, it looks really good. The monsters are, like, simple, but also pretty freaky. Yeah. Like... They don't look like sh- it doesn't look like shit, which I really like. Uh, the doctor is really good in this one. The uh, Bill is really good in this one. It's just got everything. I think it's that definitely the. Definitely I, I'm really the glad that Bill's Gambit worked. It works every time, 100 percent of the time that I've. Oh yeah, it, it works. Um, I don't know what your problem is with the whole Donna thing, but I think <laughs> I you know we love Capaldi. We love he's, him. He's oh, really he's... cementing himself as my favorite Doctor. Right oh now. yeah, same. He's he's so fucking good, Capaldi. But, I am such a fan of his relationship with Bill because there's yes. something 
there's something about his relationship with Bill that characterizes him, which is that all of these adventures that he's going on with Bill are so, so, so irresponsible. He uh-huh. is being kind of, kind of like a, a skeevy jerk. Like this uh-huh. is his student. And yeah. he's, and it's, it's emphasized by this thing with the vault and Matt Lucas yeah. that you don't like, but. Like, I, I, I mean, <laughs> I like how you just put words in my mouth for me. You said uh, it. I, I, I said that I didn't like Matt Lucas in this episode because every once in a while he did a Matt Lucas Great British Bake Off style joke <laughs> that he does re- where he just says something that just feels you, really out of the moment. You weren't fond of the vault stuff when we watched Thin Ice. I'll I say. mean, I mean, I yeah, I definitely am not. It's definitely not like the reason I enjoyed this episode. Though I will say that after seeing it for two, is this like our? Uh, this is like of all of the. Uh, mystery dramas that we've mm-hmm. gotten you know like what what the fuck is going on uh what is uh what is the eye patch lady uh yes what is to, the... to to be more accurate it's a it's definitely a mystery to us no idea uh-huh. if it's meant exactly to be a mystery i feel like i feel like we probably if we watch this in order we'd be like oh i mean i think it's pretty obvious that the doctor is like in the first he's... episode of this series you see that shadow the hedgehog is down there yeah, and then he says, I have to, uh, live at this college so I can guard the vault. Uh, Nardole? 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 Sure. Nardole? Matt Lucas. We're just, Matt Lucas, Nardole. can you please? Huh? Nardole? Is it Nardole? No, I, th- I think it's uh, Nardole. Nardole. Who I think, I'm still like 90% sure you're a robot. I think, I think he's a robot. You said it last time, and I feel like, I feel like there was a lot of stuff that pointed toward that this time. Again, Probably not intended to be a mystery. <laughs> Nardle, it's a little unclear to don't us. Don't let me go on any adventures, so I yes, can guard yes. the vault with Shadow the Hedgehog in it. Yeah. To to get back to what I was saying, this point in the Doctor's timeline, he, for reasons that we don't know, there is something dangerous, like under this university or under his office. I don't. I don't really know where this vault is, but apparently Nardle, who is maybe a robot, has been tasked by the doctor himself with keeping him from going on adventures because he needs to stay and watch over this vault because if whatever's in there gets out it could be very 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 bad for earth don't want shadow getting out we don't want shadow getting out and being ultimate everywhere but that's what i think is so cool and interesting is that the doctor going on these adventures repeatedly almost getting his own student killed is so he shouldn't be doing this. It's bad that he's doing it. I like I like that the doctor is doing the wrong thing. Yes. I mean, he's like doing the right thing and like like uh you know, once he well, like he gets, saves people on this he's adventure. He's saving people uh but also but in the process seeing... he almost kills Bill twice. He <laughs> and almost he also, dies. And he if he dies, dies. Would the vault have burst open and Shadow gets out and starts shooting everybody? Probably. We would just, this is, uh, that's, oh, have you not heard about, uh, uh, Doctor Who early Whitaker strats? If you, uh, <laughs> if you, if you die on, uh, on this level, you get Jody early. And actually, she has a, a speed boost, so it's faster overall for the run. She's just like okay, 10% okay. faster. So it's, it's good to kill Kapali here, so he regenerates into Jody. Uh huh. This it's this doctor has tech. received a donation incentive to kill the animals. The <laughs> animals is humans, all of them on Earth. Um. So, this, oh, I will also say this episode combines two of the scariest things: capitalism and outer space. I do think it's good. <laughs> Finally, that this something episode, put those two together. 
this ep- nothing's ever done it before. Uh, you know, they spend a lot of time in space in Doctor Who, but uh, this is the first episode we've seen that's just like, hey, space is fucked up. Yeah, don't, yeah. Don't go to space. It's like a. Have you seen the, the the meme that's just like, don't go to the ocean? Uh huh. <laughs> yeah, it's that. But don't go to space. We don't know what's out there. True. But it's but what is out there? We know it's oh, wait, bad. Wait. Oh, I see what's yeah. out there. It's two no. corpses doing somersaults. Two corpses. I wish there was a moment in this episode where the corpses were like, just for a little comic relief, maybe they could have done like a little dance. I think that like if the if it well it starts out really funny and then it gets dark and scary but it does start out with two corpses in spacesuits just like flipping and flipping and flipping through space. and they're and they're smiling and and doing Yahoo! yeah they're they're happy uh the doctor is he's does this like doctor narration where he says like space uh, it's bad. Well Don't he says it's the final there. frontier which is of course a reference to It's a reference space. to Doctor Who um he says it's bad out there folks don't go out there he says folks and then he says it's got a void and you don't want to you hate to see it it's scary um we see some astronauts on the we're like on a space station and the mm-hmm. astronauts are like doing uh they're like magnetically a space boots walk. are like they're doing a spacewalk their boots are like magneted to the side uh one of them is talking about how when this is all over uh, my, 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 my friend, my husband, I don't know, Ivan. I'm assuming it's her husband. It could have just been her coworker, and what she's saying right here is really weird. <laughs> she's just talking about how she wants to, to, to breed with some guy that she doesn't really talk to that once much. We, once we get back from work, I do think we should have a kid. Um, but uh, her radio is broken. So like she said, like, I, you know, oh, you mean so much to me, blah, blah, blah. I want to have a baby with you. Probably her uh, husband. Probably her husband, Ivan, but her radio is broken. So she, we find that out. Like we, it's a reveal that she's just talking to herself and she's going to tell him after the spacewalk. Yeah. And Ivan, uh, Ivan is working on something on the, on the side of the space station and he gives her a thumbs up without looking at her. And because her radio is broken, he can't hear as the, as Space these zombies. zombie flippers land next to her and kill her. Um, also, I should point out uh, that in this scene, uh, you see on her spacesuit, there is a little, like on her wrist, there's a little screen that says uh, oxygen credits, which is a little hint of what's the uh, like gimmick of this episode is. And also, I I, um, I yeah, I like, you know, the episode is called Oxygen. It's about oxygen. And I think they, I think that they really did a good job with the, the horror of being in space with uh-huh. very limited oxygen. It makes you conscientious of the actor's breathing, which yeah, is yeah. really cool. I think it was well done. Yeah. Um, we, I, this scene is great. I love this scene because, um, we, this, I mean, that first scene was pretty good to set up the episode. Then we get the title sequence. Uh, and then we get a scene with the doctor teaching, um, at the college, which I didn't know he did, but I guess I, I think Nardole. Yeah, he Matt called Lucas, him professor. Professor, but, but, professor you know, Ace, did, Ace also called him professor, uh, the doctor professor and, you know. Yeah, well, this is her school that she goes to also. <laughs> um, we and, did, we did learn, I mean, in Thin Ice, we saw, he, I think he specifically said to Bill, like, I am your teacher, I'm teaching you things, but uh-huh. she is very literally one of his students in his class. 
He's uh he's doing a lecture at the university and he's doing this thing about like I I love that he's he's drawing like stars and rocket ships and stuff and he's talking about what would happen if you went out into space without a spacesuit and he does this whole thing your blood would boil because that pressure is so low you're you're you'd go blind he uh, says uh, if you seconds. your instinct is probably to hold your breath but holding your breath inside your lungs would make your lungs explode. It's just all this, like, gruesome detail about how Very space nasty. sucks shit. And then as he's doing it, he's drawing, like, stars and rocket ships and, and shit. And then the camera pans out, and it's all in this shape of a skull on the chalkboard. And then we get the punchline. Professor, what does this have to do with crop rotation? Which is a good gag. <laughs> pretty pretty good bit. Um, um, outside... Yeah, he says yeah. he says that you could, you could maybe survive for 90, 90 seconds, seconds in space without a space suit. But it would be very, very bad. Um, put a pin in that. Put a pin in it. Um, outside, uh, outside after the lecture, Matt Lucas, uh, tells the doctor that, uh, he clearly doesn't want to, he wants to go on adventures. He misses space. Um, but don't go, don't you go better, to space because you better you not be thinking about taking another trip. That, and the doctor can't says, can't let Shadow out of that vault. Well, don't let Shadow out of that vault, doctor. We go directly to the TARDIS where the doctor is preparing to go on a trip with Bill. He specifically, you know, because this is like the, what, this is the fifth episode, so he's clearly done this four other times with Bill, probably. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this is specifically he wants to go to space. Yes. Um, he, uh, he's, like, wants her to pick a spot, which, you know, asking asking someone to pick a spot in outer space. Is pick, a, a, if, pick a spot in space. Anywhere. And then she says, how about here? And he goes, uh-uh. No way. Don't be don't be ridiculous. That sucks. He's got like a little touchscreen pad and he says, "Ah, here, this one." He picks he picks a spot with a distress call and says, "You only see the true face of the universe when it's asking for your help." And then Nardle walks in and says, "Beep boop, I swapped out my face for this one while I was on the run." So, I guess he's a robot on the run. He's almost certainly a robot. Uh, um, I do like which... the joke here of the doctor being like, what are you doing here, Nardle? Didn't I send you to Birmingham for a packet of crisps? And Nardle's and, like, yeah, that was... I'm, I'm not stupid. And then, and then Nardle, like, pulls this component out of his out of his inventory. This uh, is a great gag. I love this. He's like, do you know what this is? This is the fluid link from the TARDIS, and the I TARDIS swiped it. The car- TARDIS can't run without it. And then the doctor's like, what? Who told you that? And he's like, you did. You're no exactly. adventures, no space. And then the doctor's like, yeah, I lied. That that doesn't do yeah. anything. <laughs> he also, again, this doctor is such an asshole. He's such a prick. He tells Nardole, he's like, he's like, yeah, we're leaving right now. And also, you failed to keep me back at the university. So I'm also docking your pay. <laughs> <laughs> he's such a piece of shit. Oh, my God. So they go to follow a distress signal. They end up on state space station parentheses scary. Uh, this, uh, which is the worst kind of space station. Um, and, you know, oxygen shell. That's a consistent plot trait, a plot, uh, like plot point. Yeah, the TARDIS, device. like That's air the bubble. The air bubble. Um, but. When he opens the door to the TARDIS, a alarm goes off that says that there's unlicensed oxygen. Yes, uh, which is, I mean, you know. <laughs> this episode you, is a little heavy-handed. It's a little heavy-handed, but I, it, it is good. I, I will say, when, when they said unlicensed oxygen, my knee-jerk reaction was, don't be stupid. 
how would you possibly detect that? I also that? had that thought, but later we find out that there is the no station oxygen. just doesn't have doesn't air. have oxygen in it. Yeah. yeah. I was uh, like, yeah, how do they label, how do they, is there a little barcode on each little molecule? Yeah, they know that it's unlicensed because there is some. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh, I, I do like that this, this little bit where Bill is sort of testing the artificial gravity because she's like, why aren't we floating? And he's like, oh, there's artificial gravity. And she's like, hmm, it doesn't feel like space. She like hops up and down a few times, but then she looks out the window and experiences the majesty of outer space. She sees like three of the zombies doing like a Madagascar style funny dance number. I don't know why I'm so fixated on this. Um, I I think I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's just I I did I did look up her actress's name Pearl Mackey for the record. I don't know if it's just Pearl Mackey being good or if it's something to do with like the uh the sort of divide between her as the companion and the doctor as a very 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 alien irresponsible version of himself. Mm. There's something about her that I feel like is especially grounded to me even I by companion totally standards uh the parts in this episode where she's in peril hit so hard yeah because it just feels like she should not be here she should not be here he should not have brought her here it's really it's really terrible that he did like she gets into genuinely one of the most like scary and upsetting things that we've seen that happened to a companion yeah viewing and it's and the doctor just like well we'll talk about it later but the yeah. doctor just like lets it happen and then walks away and it's like yeah. oh my it's god like, is it, it's is really it because fucked up. so many of the doctor's companions are like you know like oh i'm i'm a i'm a restless adventurous person like i there's nothing for me here i want to see the world like clara and rose really had that yeah, uh, but yeah, there's there's something about Bill where it it's like she like trusts him and she really shouldn't. I know it's sad. It's yeah. I I really like this. Pair, Can you though. take Bill? This is like I want Bill to go to the. You know, this is like where where he goes to Beach Alon Five with Yaz and Dan, but then they end up in Sea Devils. They never ever actually go to Beach Alon Five. Can uh-huh. you please take uh, Bill to Beach Alon Five next please. time? Um. Oh, this part actually, I, I kind of was amused by where the doctor's like uh, looking around the station. He's like, ah, classic, classic station. He opens the door, and then him and uh, Matt Lucas uh, have a conversation about the sound of the doors. Where he's like, it should go. Ksh. Yeah, uh, what, what did Matt, you think of this? I kind of thought it was funny, but maybe I, it's just I did also think like it was a, funny. I, like I a feel Star like, Trek fan. I feel like Capaldi is really good at like walking the tightrope. <laughs> Uh-huh. Except in uh, Robot of Sherwood, where he fell into the pit of annoying. But... He fell into the pit. No, no, no. You don't understand. He fell into the pit of uh, being Matt Smith for that episode. <laughs> but yeah, they like argue. The doctor is like, oh, I like. It's like, oh, it's very like analog, very manual. Like you open the door and it goes like. Whereas Matt Lucas is like, uh, uh, space doors should go. I think. I think. No. I think he likes when it goes. And I, and then Matt Lucas says that he likes when they go. Hmm. I was I was a little unclear over which sound meant which thing, but the point is that the doctor likes the old shit. Uh huh. And then they open the door and they just see uh something very unsettling, which is a dead person, but he's just standing up, mm-hmm. uh, like fully standing up. 
Um, and the doctor explains to Bill, who, you know, Bill, his student, who is now looking at a dead person standing up, which is not a good thing to look at. No. Um, I, no. As a viewer of this episode, I didn't like to see it. It was quite creepy. <laughs> uh, but Bill yeah, is... Yeah, that, that really took this down a few letter grades for me. But Bill is, is there seeing it, and he says, oh, no, no, don't be, don't be, don't worry, Bill. Uh, the suit is standing up. It's got mag boots and gyroscopes. The guy inside it is dead. Uh, and Bill... Uh, is like, hey, can we turn the – is there a way to, like, turn that off so he's not standing there? Because it's really freaking me out. Yeah. Um, we, we also do get a close-up on yeah. his, like, wrist thing that shows he has nine oxygen credits remaining. Um, and, yeah, so she's like, oh, did he, like, suffocate? Because the, the station has no air and he doesn't have a helmet. But we, we learn from Nardole that he's got, like, a little force field helmet and he does have right. a, an air tank. Uh, this is where the doctor looks at the, like, ship logs. This is a mining station called Chasm Forge. We won't hear that name again, thank God. Uh, there's a staff of 40 crew, and 36 of them have been reported dead, which is Uh-oh. not Probably. a good ratio not for any workplace, good. whether you're mining or if you're, like, in an office or... This... Where... What's mm-hmm. the best office the for, best for a 36-40 KD ratio? Are you asking, like, the employer? Yeah, like, if you had to have a job where uh-huh. 36 of the 40 people in your office did die at work, what would be the place that would that would be the least upsetting for you? I don't know, like, Raytheon? <laughs> <laughs> but but then I would be working for Raytheon. I think Zoo would be pretty good. Zoo, like, at a zoo? Yeah, like, at a zoo. Are you asking, like, what's the easiest job to escape? You said office specifically, and I've never worked at an office in my life. That was just an example. Are you saying, like, what job would be the easiest job to escape if my coworkers all died and turned into space zombies? No, if you worked (laughs) Are you asking which job I would be most happy about 40 or 36 out of my 40 coworkers dying at? Not happy, but, like, well, you know. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, Raytheon. Oh, the Supreme Court. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. All 40 justices. Oh, well. Oh, well. Oh, well. They all, oh, they damn. all, well, I'm not going to spoil I'm... what happened to them just yet. <laughs> um, You just go in and Clarence Thomas is standing up, but, oh, no. Oh, no. Anyway, uh, this is the part where they try to leave the haunted house, uh, but the doctor says, no, we got to save these people. Yeah, um, you know, this us. is, again, this is the doctor being like, you know, if I'm going to be bringing Bill here, I should, like, teach her something, which is, uh, yeah, this is scary, but there was a distress call and there's four survivors. Do you want four people to die? And Bill's like, well... He actually says a, a a line here that I really like, where he said uh, he says uh, um, he says uh, the universe shows its face when it calls out for help. We show our face by how we answer that call. Uh, which we need to, to smile like back a, at them. Which uh, to me was like a real Sylvester McCoy ass line. I could totally oh, hear yeah, him yeah, saying yeah. it. Is that I've I've said before? I, I I'm not sure on this podcast or just like in our conversations about it that. Uh, the Capaldi really gives me the vibe of a, of a classic TM doctor. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. He definitely captures that, uh, vibe really well. Which I well. think, I think that was the goal. I think I so think, too. I he, think he, he's a bit of a throwback. And he's an old white man. <laughs> back when there were old white men. 
Yeah, but no, he's so good. And that's, that line felt like a classic who line to me. Uh-huh. Uh, classic, not like classic, but like the old episodes. Uh, the, uh, the, uh, you know, this episode was also uh, a throwback. Uh, if you remember a classic serial called The Invisible Enemy, uh-huh. where there's some spacesuits, and we thought there were going to be invisible guys in them, but then there were just guys in them. Which one was The Invisible Enemy? That was The Fungus Among Us. Fungus Among... Oh, yeah, there were there were just dudes in them. Yeah, That's right. we see we see the helmet. Although, actually, no, this time we do see a spacesuit walking around, and it does turn out to be an empty suit, doesn't it? Oh, I've just remembered another thing that makes this one of the best episodes we watched ever, uh, which is uh, the fact that the Doctor, uh, there's a plot point where the Doctor doesn't have a sonic screwdriver for most yes, of it. Yes, okay. That is, that is a great point, because, you know, we... We, I think we talked about this last week when they lost the TARDIS of like a lot of Doctor Who episodes have to contrive a reason for him to lose the TARDIS. This mm-hmm. episode, he loses the TARDIS and the sonic screwdriver. And I was like, yes. <laughs> yes, I know. And actually, like, it works so well because, um, usually you, you know, usually you know that the Doctor is going to be fine because it's Doctor Who. Uh, but this was one where as the episode keeps ticking down and I kept checking the timestamp, I was like, how the fuck is he going to get out? How the fuck are they getting out? (laughs) What the fuck are they going to do? Uh, okay. So, so they, they see a a suit walking around. Not ideal. Maybe there's a dude in there. No. Uh, I mean, I mean, I mean, it's not great. Um, and, uh, he does jump scare them by using the screwdriver to pop the helmet off of the of the uh-huh. empty suit, and they're like, "Why the hell did you reveal it like that?" And he's like, "I'm trying to max out your adrenaline." <laughs> what an asshole! Uh, this is where the suit. Uh, one of the suits has like an automated voice. I had a a a, a very embarrassing uh, gamer moment where when Nardle. Uh, Matt Lucas says he, he, cause he's a robot or something. And he's like, Oh, I recognize her. I fucked that one time. Uh, the like automated robot suit uh-huh. AI voice. But he said something about she's a bit orange. And I kind of thought he was saying that, that she sounded like the Half-Life tutorial <laughs> robot. <laughs> it's not what it is. I, 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 I didn't even write that down because I was just like, I don't know what that means. Why did that you, what does that mean? Yeah, he's like, ooh, I was, I, she was great. I, she was a bit orange. I think she went to work at a call center or something like that. I don't no, know. No, no, no. He says, he says this voice that, that they're hearing from the, the suits. It's a, an actress who left him for a call oh. center AI. Uh, yeah, I don't know how I feel about that line. I think that's kind um, of funny. I, whatever. Uh, but yeah, they they learn what happened to the crew. Uh, uh-huh. The well, no, sorry, they they very much don't. They ask the suit what happened to the crew. The suit says nobody's dead. Uh, no, there's not oxygen, but there's not supposed to be. The only oxygen on the station is what we have for sale for personal use at competitive prices. Oh God! And then it says that in order to protect market value, any unlicensed oxygen will be automatically expelled, and the the alarm starts going off. And the the station starts opening the airlocks, uh, which gets the TARDIS sucked out. Uh, the, it doesn't get sucked out. It's, I think it's, it's like, like stuck it's in like place. In the air lo- yeah, it's like they in the have to shut the door to the room that yeah. they're in. Which now the TARDIS is like in in a vacuum, and they the can't idea. open the door either because the vacuum, right? Um, so they they manage to get in contact with 
uh, some guy on the radio, Drill Chief Tasker, who tells them, stay away from the suits. And this is where I thought that the doctor, like, threw his screwdriver. I think that the suit, like, magnetizes it and, like, grabs I think it so, from cause, him. Because the suits are, like, magnetic, and he yeah. just, like, s- snaps the screwdriver. Whoops. Uh, and now he doesn't have it. And I was like, okay, well, this is already a top-tier episode. Yeah, no screwdriver, no if TARDIS. This is fucking, if this is fucking a Stephen Moffat, like, written episode, the doctor would just point his screwdriver at the suit, and it would explode, and he would just be blasting these suits left and right. <laughs> so, yeah, they... Uh, the doctor, like, has Nardle, like, look at some, like, chip from the suit. Oh, he, he shorts out the suit, at least. Right. So, so his screwdriver's destroyed, but they are not in imminent danger. Um, Bill, meanwhile, is, like, having trouble breathing, and the doctor advises her to breathe, breathe as slowly as possible. Uh, and Nardle explains from uh, examining this computer chip, or whatever the hell it is, uh, that there was a an instruction sent to all the suits on the station to, quote, deactivate their organic components. Uh-oh. I love the, I love the, the, the wording of that. Uh, mm-hmm. It's just like... The corpo-speak. The, the corpo-speak, yeah. The idea that, like, the people inside the suits are the components of the suit. Like, they're not people, they're just components. The organic components. It's just part of the suit. Uh, which the suits by, uh, uh, we see three of which hanging on the wall and they better put them on because otherwise they won't be able to breathe. Yeah. And Bill very reasonably is like, I don't know if I want to put on one of those suits right now, but the doctor's like, well, they're probably off network for repairs and wouldn't have gotten the kill instructions. And if they did, they're going to kill us, but we would have died anyway. So we might as well put them on. Um, and then, uh, and then the suits kill them. The suits killed. They put it was the suits a good on. episode, though. Um, yeah, it was good until they died. It was it nice was to short. see Jody. <laughs> yeah. It was a short episode. Rest <laughs> in peace, Bill. Uh, oh, outside, uh, it's like, uh, oh, there's that, that scene in, uh, in Shaun of the Dead where they, like, open the door. There's just like, or I think he just, like, turns on the light or something and there's just, like, a hundred zombies outside and then he turns off the light. That's that's what uh, Matt Lucas does. Uh, yeah, we the... see like dozens of dead people in suits walking around outside, um, and this is suit... where yeah. this is where the oxygen stuff starts to get really creepy as they suit up and Bill's suit, uh, and we'll we'll learn shortly that I don't think it really matters, but Bill's suit is the only one that's like talking. Yeah, but Bill's suit uh, informs her that she has twenty five hundred breaths. And then Matt, uh, Nardle, I can't stop calling him Matt Lucas. Nardle is like, hey, you gotta breathe slowly. The faster you breathe, the faster you die. So stay calm. Yeah, it's, there's, it's so creepy, the, the framing of it as like, here's how many times you get to breathe. And then you're it's, done. It gets even worse later when they, they measure the distances for their sp- uh, ship with how long, how many breaths you need right, to like take. Right, like that's a, to- that's a 40 breath hallway. I, I, I was like, I was like, extra- I was trying to like extrapolate this idea and see where it where it went, uh, which I think is 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 a sign that the premise is pretty pretty good. Like, uh, and I was thinking about like, do they when they go to sleep, do they measure their sleep and breaths too? Like, I'm gonna go take a, I'm gonna take a fifth, I'm gonna take a five hundred breath nap or something. Like, creepy. Set my alarm. Do you think the suit has an alarm? Set an alarm for for uh, for ninety breaths. Oh, oh god. god, right. 
Yeah, um, and the oh god, and the fact that they literally have to buy the oxygen, so it's like I'm gonna take a twenty five dollar nap. Uh huh. <laughs> I'm gonna take a twenty five dollar nap. Hopefully, I will wake up. That's what I'm saying. Like the the premise is is very heavy handed. It's 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 a lot. Like, but also you know this is a a, a family show for a, a targeted you know at most or not like entirely at, but mostly at like young people, like kids. Um, so I think it's allowed to be a little heavy handed and also it's just very, like, it's a very upsetting premise. Yeah. Um, Not to mention, I think part of it, uh, part of the reason that it works is that this will happen. Oh yeah. I mean, this is going to happen with water in like 10, in like uh, 10 to 15 uh, minutes. Days. Uh, yeah. Um, so they're, they're, uh, they're going off to go find. We get a clippy uh, joke, which I think should have been cut. Yeah. This is one of the lame jokes. suit says, it looks like you're trying to run. Would you like some help with that? Uh, this is where, this is where, uh, Nardle is like, oh, I remember that actress's name. It was Velma. And then the suit's like, I'm Velma. Cool. Okay. Yeah, that, that, that amounts to absolutely nothing. I don't know why that was in here. Well, I, I think it's because this is specifically Bill's suit and we'll see that Bill's suit causes some unique problems. And I guess they just wanted to put a name to the bad suit that causes problems. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. Uh, Um, I will not be calling it Velma. I refuse. Uh, but they, they do reach the room that the survivors are in. Uh, they are surrounded by zombie suits. And Bill is trying her best to uh, breathe slowly and calmly, which is a heck of a proposition. I love the idea of being in a situation of just absolute terror and having to be calm uh, and breathe slowly. Um, Obviously, they they do get into the room at the last second. Oh, my God. This fucking scene killed me. Uh, when, When they go in... Uh, Tasker is there. There's a bunch of, there's what, four people in there? Five people? There's four survivors. There's Tasker, uh, a woman named Abby. There's Ivan from the beginning of the episode. And and a blue alien man named Dahren. Dahren, um, who's blue. And when Bill sees a blue alien man, and I guess she's just not seen an alien yet. And she's like, oh, uh, uh, hi. Uh, oh, sorry. I I haven't seen, uh, uh, a blue person before. (laughs) And then... Uh, and then Darren uh, just says, "Oh, great! We've rescued a racist." <laughs> the way he said it was just so funny. I I really liked it. Yeah, and Bill Bill is very like, "Wait, I wait, what? <laughs> I experience racism on my planet." And he's like, "Why? Why?" <laughs> um. So I guess we're living in a, a capitalist hellscape where you have to pay for the air you breathe, but. We've solved ra- we've solved we did solve human, racism. So we, we got solved that going human for us. racism, but not alien racism. Um, uh, the doctor uh, shows Tasker his psychic paper, and they go, "You're from the Union? I didn't think the Union really existed." It's like a is, mythical Union, yeah. Um, and uh, oh, and also, yeah. We uh, did you say Ivan? The yeah, Ivan guy, here from the coworker the that that creepy lady was uh, being inappropriate towards. <laughs> Or his wife. Or his wife. Nobody can really be sure. Probably um, his wife. Uh, the, I do uh, like B- yeah. Bill, her suit, like, starts glitching out, and she, like, can't move, and Ivan has to, like, take her away to work on it. Yeah, we find As she's, her... like, frantically trying to insist that she's not racist. <laughs> uh, we This is a, yeah, this is where we kind of see that Bill's suit, in particular, is just broken and has uh, problems. Oh, but then we, we do then get a, oh, a, a joke that I didn't think was very good. This is the worst good. joke in the episode. We're bad. When, this is this is one. This is like, uh, 
when this is Matt Lucas bake up bake off humor to me. Like yeah. I don't you haven't I don't know if you've I haven't seen, seen it, but this is what I've heard. This is what I assume is just Matt Lucas like making a, one of his own jokes uh, where he ter- looks at Doc Ren and he says, "Some of my best friends are bluish." No. 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 I don't like it. It's not a good joke. You don't get to make that joke when you've done blackface. <laughs> um so Ivan is in the back, like repair room, fixing up uh, Bill's suit, and this is where uh, she asks him if like they all have a Velma. He says, "What? Oh, the voice? Uh, no, we all turned that off." Um, but he does. <laughs> I he does. Yeah, he point says, "Like, out, sorry, you're, it looks like your mute button is broken. Sorry." He, Which he I does point out. Yeah, go ahead. That I think that's such a funny detail that all of these suits are designed to be constantly chiming in with annoying shit but everyone turns it off i think that's a really fun little detail he does point out that even when they mute it it still chimes in and says things about like buying their oxygen and yeah yeah yeah, yeah, like it still talks at them which is that's that's great i like that a lot Uh, he fixes her suit she's she's good now um and we find out the reason these guys are alive when the when the whatever happened that made the suits terminate their organic components was that they were and I don't under this is this makes no sense but whatever they they went to fix the conveyor belt oh I guess we do learn later what they meant by off network they were off network they were like outside of the zone of the ship I think it, I think it literally just is because they were out of the ship they were out of the ship so when the the, or the kill order station. went out. Uh, they were just didn't die. Their suits, yeah, just didn't get the order, so mm-hmm. they're alive. Um, except for his wife, who I think her name is Ellie, if I remember correctly, is dead, and maybe his wife. Uh, the lady Abby, who is here, she she's like kind of the aggro one. Like Tasker is mm-hmm. a little bit like standoffish and like uh, I hope that we made the right choice saving you. Abby is like kind of pissed off that they're here at all, but. Uh, but she, she agrees to, like, help out and show them a map of the station. This is where we learn that any, like, distance on the station is measured in average breaths to get from point A to point B. Mm-hmm. Uh, they Narcos, kind of speculate. Like, yeah, they're trying to figure uh, out what, what's going on. Um, yeah, like, was it a robbery? Like, what are you mining? Oh, it's just copper ore, not such a huge deal. Probably not worth killing everyone on the station for it. Uh, they're not in contact with the company, uh, Ivan says that he was just barely able to boost a suit radio enough to send a distress signal. And I I did think it was cute where the doctor's like, oh, nice work. He loves <laughs> he, it. He seemed genuinely impressed, and I thought that was nice. He, he The only way to, the only way, better way to get to the doctor's heart is if you reverse the polarity of something. <laughs> of he literally would be so proud of you. He'd be so happy. Um, they They talk about the suit AI, like, is it... Is it learning? Like, do we need to worry about that? Uh, Tasker says, oh, you know, it, it's it got some basic problem-solving capabilities, but I don't think that it's, like, calculating the best way to kill us or anything. Spoilers. It is it is doing that. It's doing that really, really well. Um, the uh, Outside, the suits start, like fixing the door lock that they broke yeah i wrote that they were going weird mode i have no idea what i meant by that i think you just have a fixation on the phrase going blank mode and you just wanted to work it in yeah probably i think i think what i was getting at is that they were they were implying that the suits were acting a little bit more intelligently than we would expect i can't stress enough how uh creepy it is that like 
the distinction between you know because on paper they just look like zombies if you like look at i if you show yeah. the episode to someone it says but like the fact that they're they're just suits with dead bodies in them yeah is just so like slumped much, overhead dangling it is so I, much creepier than just it being zombie i, I, I was really thinking it. about it after afterwards though and i don't know why because like this is just what like a zombie actor would do but there was something so funny to me thinking about the fact that like these actors are just playing they're playing dead but dead. walking as if the head has nothing to do with the body i guess right it works it's, it's yeah cool. there is something about it that's a little bit visually different from zombies and i i did think it was effective um uh, also like they're they're like they're just gray like pallid skin and they all have like these big like scorch marks on their sides of their yeah, heads. Yeah, because I think we see that the suits, like, electrocute, electrocute you. Electrocute you. Yeah. yeah, they, like, zap your brain. They shut off your central nervous system. Well, hey, That's speaking the... of which, they uh-huh. start uh, heading out to the the reactor core. Uh, I don't remember if we really get a reason why they want to go to the reactor core, but they, they do. And, uh, yeah. He's, the old... doctor's like, there's got to be some polarity we can reverse there. They'll <laughs> fix this. But uh, old Tasker... He gets uh, startled by a zombie suit, and it touches his suit. His suit receives the order to kill him. It does the the same fucking thing that they did in Let's Kill Hitler, where, like, a a cheerful computer voice is like, Please remain calm while your central nervous system is disabled. A classic joke. Classic. They let let Moffat co-write that joke. (laughs) Um, They let him. They let him. The showrunner let himself. Uh-huh. He let him... It's so hard to... I could barely believe this is a Moffat-era episode. Well, there's one thing at the end, which is, uh-huh. like, overarching story stuff, that I was like, that feels like Moffat. Oh, yeah, you can see him peek his head around the corner. Um, yeah, I'm still writing these! Is uh, this the best part? Oh, this is the best part of the episode right here. This part fucking rules. Oh, uh, God, it, yeah, because they it's are... Like, they're Genuinely. surrounded, and they're like, okay, well, we didn't want to do this, but the only way to get out of this, we have to go outside. Um, so they go into the airlock, the airlock starts counting down, like, 40 seconds or whatever, and it's at this moment, uh, well, Bill, there's first a little, like, joke or something, Bill is really nervous about going on a spacewalk, uh, she says, what if I throw up in my suit? Oh, and this is where they, they put their helmets on, because we saw earlier they had helmets, but then we see later they that have, the suits yeah. have, like, force field bubble of air. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which but is they not, put, not sufficient for the vacuum of space, right. makes sense. And it's at this point, as the airlock is, is, uh, is running, that Bill's suit, uh, uh, says that there's a malfunction and takes her fucking helmet off, uh, and won't put it back on. Yep, and, and Bill it's is all, like, pa- it's all like a powered suit, so they like can't, they can't like move it, they can't put the helmet back on. The doctor is telling Bill that the, she's the airlock just- is automated, so they can't mm-hmm. stop cycling it now. He tells her, and this is a throwback to the beginning of the episode, that he's, she's just gonna have to be in the vacuum of space for a oh, it's while. Horrible. Like, that is such, that is good ass writing moment to me. Uh, maybe I've, I have Unga Bunga brain. I'm not sure. I'm not like a media <laughs> expert, but just like, hey, start the episode off telling you how much the vacuum of space fucking sucks, and then oh my god, Bill, you're gonna have to be in the vacuum of space. We also get a great, a great Doctor Bill moment out of it, where uh, he's like, okay, Bill, I need you to not hold your breath, no matter how much you want to. Instinctively, do not hold your breath. You need to keep trying to breathe in and out. And she's like, I know, or my lungs will explode. And he's like. Oh, you were listening. <laughs> <laughs> um, we then get, we get, uh, kind of a, 
really, you know, we get the scene from, it's mostly on Bill's face as her skin, like, oh. It's yeah, so, I was like, yeah. I don't, I don't want to think about what is happening in her skin to make it the look, sound like, blotchy too, and gray. And the sound of, like, the blood rushing and, like, the, <sighs> the pumping noise. Oh, it's so unpleasant. And then we see, you can, like, the you doctor. You can see, yeah. like, this little, just a little cloud of breath every time she breathes out. Oh, my God. It's so, <sighs> it's so good. It works so well. Um, Bill passes out. We see the doctor at one point do something, and then yeah, Bill well, passes she's out. Kinda, yeah. She's kind of going in and out. They're uh-huh. outside. Her suit is, like, walking her around on its own. We see uh, little flashes of them, like, shooting at the suits. And the last thing she sees before she passes out again is the doctor without a helmet on, presumably yeah, having put his her. onto her. Um, um, and she wakes up it's inside, and, and time she's has feeling passed. very bad. Uh, some, some time has passed. Um, we don't really know how much, uh, but. I want to shout out a, mm-hmm. a Pearl Mackey moment because she is like, again, she's like stuck in her suit. Like she can't move, but she's standing up and she turns and looks at this sign on the wall that says, look after your smart suit and it will look after you. And she gives this great, like really like rough, painful sounding laugh of like, I'm trying I'm trying to like laugh bitterly, but also I was just in the vacuum of space and my lungs are all fucked up. I was like, ooh, that's uh-huh. ooh, it's rough. Oh, and also uh not too far off are more uh suits. Uh, yes, and this is interesting because the door is open and there's right. suits just sort of stumbling around in the hallway, looking directly at them, but they're not walking into the room for some reason. And we also see we, uh, 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 Nardle and Ivan are here, and they're also not concerned about it. Like they, they, uh, they notice, and it's whatever. So something has happened. Um, Ivan tells her that the uh, suit was set to like automatic since Bill was unconscious. Yeah, he, basically the doctor was controlling it, but that means that she can't move now. Yeah, Bill was unconscious, and mm-hmm. uh, and uh, then. Uh, we find out that the reason that the suits aren't doing anything is because the area is newer and it hasn't been mapped yet. So this is like that off-network thing that they were talking about earlier. Like, if the suits don't know the part of the station, they can't do anything on their own. Right, and I, I like that, and I think that you get a good sense of, like, how the suits understand things through this, where they're like, we can tell there's people in there. We want to kill them. That's what we're supposed to so do. Bad. But I don't fully understand where they even are. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I can see them, but I don't get it. Um, there shouldn't be anything there. Bill is like, what happened to the doctor? And Nardle is like, he's mostly okay, uh, but some something, he won't explain what something yeah, is Yeah, he says, like, him. he did have to hand off his helmet to you, uh-huh. and he was in the vacuum for too long. Although he does add, like... The, the, there's, I don't understand how he's alive. Like, any, any human should have died out there as long as he I was don't out understand, there. I don't understand how she's alive. And then they go in and it's Jodie Whittaker. <laughs> that was the joke. I, I, I don't think you got it initially. No, I didn't. Uh, I thought okay, you were talking so. about Bill. But okay, no. this is, this is where the, they mention, oh, the doctor, he's, he's here in section 12 with us. And the suits overhear that and they go, Section 12, what does that mean? There is no section 12. There's only up to 11. Where is section 12? What does that mean? 
And they, they kind of start to understand, like, well, this gap here, it must be section 12. That, ex- that would explain. And yeah, the suits are just kind of like reasoning through this, which is no good. Uh, we find the doctor, and the doctor has been blinded. So now, no TARDIS, no sonic screwdriver, and also now I can't see it. He, he has a great line. Uh, it's, I don't think it's here, but he has a great line to Bill where he's, he's like kind of trying to keep the, the, oh yeah, the, he's kind of trying to keep the mood light. Is it about the like, lizard, lizard eyes? No, it's the part where, where Bill is like, Doctor, are you okay? And he's like, well, I've got no TARDIS, no Sonic, ten minutes of oxygen, and now I'm blind. Can you imagine how unbearable I'll be oh when my I pull God. this off? Yes, that was honestly, like, such a great line. And, and also, uh, very understanding of uh, how the Doctor is uh, quite unbearable sometimes. Yes, and it's it's interesting because I feel like this is a recurring thing with the Twelfth Doctor where he... He's very alien, he's very rude, he's very, like, unpleasant to a lot of people, but it, you, I kind of wonder if maybe, like, that's sort of an affectation, and, like, he's doing all of that on purpose as, like, this is just my vibe right now, like, maybe he's doing it to kind of, like, distance himself from people, I don't really know, but he seems pretty self-aware about how unpleasant he is. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Which I think is is a fun a fun twist on this kind of character, right? Um, and uh, yeah, so he he does say he's like, don't worry, my my blindness is only going to be temporary. Although I should say, this is the latest twelfth Doctor episode that we've seen. So temporary could mean end of episode, or it could mean when he becomes Jodie Whittaker. True, he does say that he's got. He's got, he, he, li- I like that he doesn't, he's not specific. He just says, I've got a, a thing that's in the TARDIS that can fix my eyes. If not, and if that I doesn't work, eyes. I have a jar of lizard eyes. <laughs> and if that doesn't work, I do, if you ever were wondering about like becoming a mortal, I've got these cool little starbursts I could give you. Um, and maybe one for a friend and you could be forced to walk the earth for all eternity, Bill. And, but also she lives in a time where Xbox, so that would be better. Um. <laughs> Uh, and then uh, this is where Abby uh, jumps in and is like, "Hey, I've got seven hundred breaths left. Can you fucking like get back to work?" This reminds me when I was a young, young child, very young, maybe I don't know, six, seven. Uh, I learned about global warming and how carbon dioxide is like heating up the earth so i started like holding my breath as much as possible to be like this is this is how i can help this is the life of an anxious child i i didn't do that but when i learned that someday uh that stars explode oh yeah that one i was like oh god it's gonna happen it's gonna happen today it's gonna happen right now same with black holes that one kept me up literally black holes kept me up at night (laughs) The concept of a black hole. I was like, what if a black hole happens? Right. What here? if our galaxy rotates into another galaxy and our planet collides with another planet from a different solar system? In billions of years. Oh, it God. Could happen, it could happen it in could... billions of years, or it could happen right now! Wouldn't that be just my luck? Ah, great. You look up at the, at the stars exploding and you go, ah, jeez, I fucking knew it. Okay, it, well, it hasn't happened yet, but that's exactly what I would say right before it does happen. 
I also, while we're talking about funny things I was terrified of as, as a child. <laughs> oh God, this one sucks. Um, I had a, a crippling fear of going southward. Because I learned that the Ku Klux Klan were in the South, and I thought they would kill me. I thought they would kill me for being Jewish. Oh no! It's a true, true thing about my life. Anyway, okay. Uh, they get in contact with another ship, and they're like, "We're rescue, a rescue. We gotta go get to them. Yay!" Uh, and and this is the part where the doctor says, "The can you imagine how unbearable I'll be if uh if I pull this off?" And she's like, "You're just telling jokes to distract me from how." Uh, desperate this situation is and he's like yep that's what that's what i do i i like the way that he says this uh, it's not just like that's what i do it's like what are jokes for if not to lighten the tension when things are really scary yeah um that's a that's a very very doctor line um nardle is like hey company rescue ship abby is like no who are they what well what what she says is who are you Oh, right, if right, If there's right, a company right. rescue ship on the way, who are you three? And then the doctor says, uh, I'm the doctor. I go around saving people and then leaving them uh, so that they'll spend the rest of their lives wondering who the fuck uh, saved them. Yeah, and Abby is like, well, how's that working out for Tasker? And the doctor mm-hmm. doesn't really have any response to that. We get more, you gotta trust the doctor in this episode. Uh-huh. Um, uh, which is the thing I'm not like super keen on. It's not, yeah, it's not except, my favorite of the themes. Except for me, again, I, it works better for me here because uh, it works with the bill, but it you, works but, with bill because, because there is this unhealthy power dynamic where he is putting her in peril and it's bad that he's doing it. Whereas uh-huh. when he does that with Amy Pond, it's just kind of like, it's just he's just being weird and annoying when he does it with bill it's like this is really not cool man this is really messed up it's so not cool what he does to her and doesn't tell her about it um anyway uh the suits are here they've they've successfully mapped out section 12 and they all high five each other to celebrate and then they they high five bob ren and he dies yeah um and then they make a break for it and bill's suit uh decides that now is the time that it is taking a break it is not moving it's not moving with her. They can't do anything about it. They the suit. Is, oh, they try to pick her up, and the suit says illegal. No, illegal. Uh, don't do it. And then this is, magnetizes this is Roomba her to the behavior. floor. Uh, magnetizes her to the. Please floor. don't pick me up. I won't know where I am anymore. And then the suit says that a fine will be issued if she dies on the job. Yeah, very hard spaceship breaker again. Uh, the doctor asks is... if it's possible for him to, like, take her out of the suit, but Ivan says that the, the suit AI is controlling the release clamp, so there's nothing they can do about it. Bill is doctor, just stuck, and the suits are coming. The doctor thinks about it, and he has a realization. He says, I think I get it now. This is, this is all business as usual. The suits were not hacked. And Bill's like, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? He's like, okay, I, I, you're gonna need to trust me. I won't sugarcoat it. I'm about to put you through hell. But I promise that I will see you on the other side. You're, you're going to be okay. The, and the she, she says, isn't this scene. exactly what you would say to me if I was going to die? And he's just like, I will see you soon. The <laughs> terror of this scene as the doctor walks off with everybody else, leaving Bill behind. Uh, she can't move. The suits are, are walking towards her. She calls out asking for a joke to lighten the mood. And he just doesn't 
say anything. We see him walk away, like... I like yeah. I like her moment here where she's, like, kind of muttering to herself, like, okay, he didn't tell me a joke. Uh, that, it, it, that could be a good thing because he doesn't think I need one. Or that could be that he needs to get out of here really quickly because I'm because it's it's so 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 bad. Doesn't she start calling out for her mom at this point? Is the well, suits? I have we a see, like see Bill's mom. I have yeah. a theory. What's up? I think that we finally got the doctor's name. Mom. Mom. Well, mom. <laughs> mom. Theta Sigma. I think that I think that she was saying wait. Mom, 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 and he's like, "Not now." Who, who, I never should have told you my name. <laughs> I don't know why I did. Uh, yeah, and I, I think this is probably like a, a like character important picture that she's thinking about. She's like, it, it, "What was she visualizing?" It was like putting up a picture of probably her mom on the wall. I, I assume that's something that we will have Both seen up. before yeah. this, but yeah, this uh, is our first seeing it. And uh, the suit, the suit. The suit zaps her, and she dies. Yep, or, one of the suits caps she. her on the shoulder, she gets zapped, I mean, uh-oh. She dies as we understand she dies. Uh, uh, yep, that's the end yep. of Bill. Uh, the next Bill. shot that we get is Bill unconscious in her suit, or dead, dead. as it saws through the door to the core. Oh, which it's is so horrible. Pretty, pretty messed up. They're in the reactor. The doctor is just, like, blindly reaching for things, grabbing wires, doing all kinds of stuff. I uh, did like, there's... Uh-huh. Earlier, when when uh, Bill was talking to Nardle about it, right after the doctor revealed that he's blind, uh, he's he just starts like bumping into stuff, and Bill starts to ask if he wants help, but Nardle just cuts her off and it's like he doesn't no, he, doesn't he doesn't want, want you want... to offer to help. Yeah. Him. Um. Uh. He's like he's like what he says he's setting up electrolysis. Well, to... I. That's what that's what Nardle says. Is he's right. like, I I think I get what you're doing. You're trying to do electrolysis to split all of the, the water coolant. that's cooling the reactor core into hydrogen and oxygen, but the, the core like, would explode five minutes later if you do that. And the doctor's like, Well, I'm not doing that, idiot. Um, and that, we just get a lot of like, uh, you know, uh, Nardle's like, it's not your fault. What happened with Bill? Um, <laughs> the doctor, by the way, he says, everything that's happening to Bill is my fault. And I was like, God uh, damn right it is, yeah, you asshole. Yeah, fuck you. Uh, and he says, no, I'm not making oxygen. I need to, I need you to take me to the keyboard so I can do fast typing. Um, and mess what does he cool- say? He has a line here where he like mashes on the keyboard and he's like, all right, I've made some changes to the cooling system. I hope I might've yeah. also, what is he? He's like, I might have like flushed the toilets or something. I can't remember. Oh, yeah, something about the plumbing. I might, uh, have, I might have fixed the plumbing by mistake what he or something like that. What he that he did was that he wired the system suit, the suit's life supports into the cooling system. So which, that which Abby is furious. She's like, "What is wrong with you? What are you doing? You're, you're not says, saving us." And the and doctor's then he says, like, uh, "What if we can't?" He says, "Like." The, what is the best thing you can hope for if you can't have a good life? How about a good death? Uh, when the suits kill us, the space station will explode, creating a, a nuclear blast scene throughout the gal- uh, uh, across the galaxy. Yes, very specifically, he says that the the life support systems when the when the ship detects that they're all dead, the uh, the cooling system will deactivate and the the reactor will explode. Um, and the suits start to break through the door, and the doctor's like, good, bring them on in. 
And Abby's like, what, are, what is wrong with you? There's rescue ships coming. And the doctor says, no, there weren't. There never were, you fool, you idiot. That's the, he basically says, this is business as usual. Earlier, we didn't, I don't think we mentioned it, but when he says, when they're talking earlier about, like, was someone trying to steal something, um, Ivan says, uh, you know, production was down this month. Why? So, like, even if there was something to steal, there's not much to steal this month. Uh-huh. And that's where he, the connection is made that corporate is terminating them because of low productivity. And the, and, and the, the suits can maneuver just fine without them. Right. What and do the you res- need people for? Yeah. Makes me wonder. Uh, and the, but the rescue ships that are coming are not rescue ships. That's just the next crew, um, after they kill all it these was, people. It was unclear. I was wondering if they were saying that, that it was a crew being brought in or if it was robots. I was kind of assuming that it was robots. We oh, never find it was out. Robots. It's yeah, it's never revealed. He says um, the ship is not here to rescue you. It's bringing your replacements. And Ivan oh, confirms. Yeah. He looks at the ship's logs and says, "Yeah, they set off to come here before any of this even started." And right. the doctor says, "Yep, welcome to the end point of capitalism, a bottom line where human life has no value. But this is this is our chance to take a stand." And make a statement and blow their station to hell. Every cent that they ever spent on it, every cent they ever would have made on it will be gone in a flash. And Abby is like, all right, you've you've convinced me. If we're going to die, fuck them. Uh, the, they open the door. Bill and co. walk in. Dead I, I do like that Nardole leans over to the doctor and is like, the first one in is Bill. And the doctor's like, uh, yeah, that figures. <laughs> um, and the doctor starts shouting about... The fact that if they kill them, the space station will explode and it'll be very expensive. And then the, and the uh, suits just stop moving. And the doctor mm-hmm. says, God damn right you do. And they're like, what are you talking about? And he's like, well, one minute ago we were deemed too expensive to live. But now I've, I've reframed it. Our deaths would be even more expensive. And the suits literally start filling their oxygen to keep them alive and start they start patting them on the back and giving them uh hugs and high fives yeah um, and then the i did reveals, mm-hmm. i did think it was a nice touch how the the oxygen canisters are on the back of their suit so ivan's dead probably wife when she puts her canister onto his suit it's like she's giving him a hug which is like horrible, horrible. it's like it's like it's, sweet but sad and also really, really dark and gross. It's, it's really unpleasant. That's the whole episode is really, really dark and gross. But yeah, oh, he and just then says this like, is the point. thanks, Ellie. And she just like looks at him with her dead, dead. eyes because she doesn't actually look at him. She's literally dead. Uh, and Bill, apparently, according to the doctor, Bill's suit was low on battery and he figured out that the shock, uh, I say figured out. I don't know. I think he was taking a gamble. I don't know if we missed some setup for this where where it was mentioned that her suit had low battery. I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt and say that I didn't catch it at the time. I'm no, I, That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying, do we know for sure that the doctor was confident that Bill would survive this? Or do I guess that's a scared? question, huh? Um, he was taking a gamble with her life. But anyway, he, the, he, took, the shock, he definitely took a gamble with her life. The shock wasn't enough to kill her, but he couldn't tell her that because the suit would the suits would hear it. Yes, that was crucial to all of this. And I, I, I you know, again, I think this was well plotted. They did establish a handful of times over the course of the episode that there, There is a legitimate reason that the Doctor has to keep this plan in his head, 
because the suits are listening and learning, the only way this works is if it's a surprise to everyone. And that's Mm -hmm. something that they try to do on a lot of episodes, but they never really make it work. So it just makes the doctor come across as like, just like, why, why didn't he tell them? Well, this is why. Uh, oh, okay. Fair enough. I'm you doing got me this thing. time. Bill's like, I'll be mad next what time. You, doctor, what are you doing? Don't leave me behind. He says, I'm doing a thing. And she says, what are you doing? Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Uh, but yeah, he wakes up, Bill. She's, she's okay. Ish. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, she and the doctor and Nardle have a, a little group hug. Um, they go back to the TARDIS. Nardle is fixing the doctor's eyes. Uh, and the doctor, yeah, oh yeah, this is where he explained, like, they figured out where Sector 12 was. If I revealed what the plan was, they would have heard and tried to prevent me from, like, messing with the cooling system. Uh, I did think it was kind of funny when his eyes get fixed and he's like, oh, we're in the TARDIS. Uh Um, I also like where he says, I can take you, uh, I can take you anywhere, like a hub world or the nearest hub or anywhere you want. And then they go, take us to corporate office. We have a complaint to file. We got one hell of a complaint to file. Be loud. Kill those corpos. Um, I wouldn't do this for me, but lady me, but I'll do it for you. (laughs) Um, back in his office, he's yo-yoing. So cool. I'm gonna uh, be, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be on the lookout for the rest of the time we watch the show about times where the doctor, uh, took someone on his ship and took them somewhere, um, at their request. Uh-huh. Uh, and every time he does it, I'll just feel like, you didn't do it for, for, uh, a shielder, <laughs> but he'll do it for these two. <laughs> uh, Bill, I think this is fun. This is the second time that we've seen this happen, so I have to assume it happens every single time. Is Bill returning from an adventure and being like, so then what happens? <laughs> Uh, cause she did that in Thin Ice and now she does it here where she's like, what happens after they file that complaint? And the doctor's like, well, I don't know the details of their complaint, but I know that a few months after that, there is a massive worker rebellion, quote, and that about wraps it for capitalists. But then he says like, until humans come up with something equally horrible to do to themselves. Like, yeah, he says, like, humanity, you know, it's it's a nice change for a little while until they're on to the next mistake. Uh-huh. Um, Which she, basically means more Doctor Who episodes for us. That's right. Uh, she leaves, and Nardle is like, hey, we need to seriously talk about this. That is n- That can't happen again. Like, you almost killed Bill twice. You almost died. And if you and had died out if there, if Shadow gets out, what happens when Shadow the Hedgehog gets out of the vault? <laughs> he does call it up. our friend down there, which is just something to put a pin he's gonna in. Team maybe... up with the, he's going to team up with the Darkness dude, do the dark route, kill all the gun soldiers, and then become all hail Shadow Lord of, of the whatever. Isn't the alien in Shadow the Hedgehog called like Black Doom or something? Oh, I think it's called Black Doom. Very cool. Shadow's going to team up with Black Doom. We can't but this is this where happen. the episode really tries to unstick the landing for me, uh-huh. where the Doctor is like, where Nardle is like, look at me, Doctor. And he's like, I can't. And Nardle's like, no, I'm serious, Doctor. Look at me. And he's like, I can't look at you, Nardle. I'm still blind. Oh, no. Look, I think he's going to be fine. He'll be fine. There are blind people in real life. And they're fine. They're fine. I'm not worried about the doctor's ability (laughs) to navigate the world as a blind man. I I think he's got this. I'm gonna say yes, but also I think I think a character is allowed to be distressed by the fact that they're blind for a little while. 
it's not the doctor. It's it's the way he said it. It's the tone of like, I'm still blind. Yeah, exactly. You can hear the, you can hear the dramatic sting that doesn't play. And then in the, well, in the next time on, the doctor is like, he's like hiding his blindness from Bill and, and everyone. Nardle's the only person who knows. And there's some line where he's like, how can I save the world when I'm in the dark myself or something like that? And it's like, I think you'll be fucking fine, be doctor. Fine. You're the you're the doctor. You're the doctor. You're I the think doctor. you're okay. That's what they always say. They say he's the doctor. <laughs> and worst case scenario, you can just jodify yourself and you'll be okay. Jodify. It's, it's Jodify. It's where you turn into Jody. Um yeah, I, I thought that ending was not not so strong, but Rest of the episode. putting that aside, this is a great episode. It's definitely one of my favorites that we've seen. I I think it's an A minus for me. I'm giving it solid A. Wow! I think it's the first right. time I've done. I don't know when else I've done it. I love just about. I think you may have given it. the Doctor dances an A plus. Have I? Uh, well, I can't go back and change the past. It's not perfect. There's some hiccups for sure. Um, I think you did that, indeed give it an A plus. You also oh gave Day of the Doctor an A plus. And really? Wow, you love this show. You gave Demons of the Punjab uh, an I A+. Gave Demons of the Punjab an A+. I like this way more than Demons of the Punjab. And that <laughs> we got to demote like all of those to B-. Yeah, we have to knock them all down. As we... This is why This is why uh, I've always said that, that uh, the letter grades are, are... We're past letter grades and top tens and everything should be tier lists and they should be S tier, A tier. Anyway, this is... A, this is a, I, this I like is... that you say that when... Is, is that not exactly what a letter grade is? Yeah, but this is, but it's a little less granular because we're doing that's like A plus A minus A. Um, anyway, this is an A for me. It's a, it's a, it's a hit. It's a slam dunk. It's my favorite right. episode we've seen on the show for sure. All right. Um, do we have? Do I we mean, have any companion awards to give? Well, out? first of all, uh, Danny Pink award for six stunts to the two corpses from the to beginning the two of the corpses episode. Doing. A, have you ever seen the OK Go Zero Gravity? Uh, I haven't seen that one. I know it exists, oh, no. but I've never watched it. That's good. There's a part where there's like two floating flight attendants who are played, but they're like acrobats, and they grab each other's like legs and make a rotating ring. <laughs> That's what the corpses were doing. Um, and they win the Danny Pink Award for sure. Absolutely. Um, uh, I'm I mean, giving Bill a gold star. I'm not giving her the medal of Mickey because what happened to her was well beyond uh, Mickey status of like getting eaten by a trash can. I mean, works. I'm giving her 10 gold stars and 10 medals oh, yeah. of Mickey. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, any Just, any Leela crosses? Nothing was no, really killed, killed by Everyone yeah. was already dead. Um, and definitely no, uh, companion initiative, not so much, uh, that's, you know, not docking Bill anything for not being, like, taking point on this adventure no, I mean, she was dragged Bill, along. this was a great episode for Bill. Yeah. Oh, I, I'm, episode. I'm a huge fan of these two. I like Bill. Bill is like good. Bill. I've never heard people talk about Bill before, but Bill rules. Yeah, I, I wonder if it's just that. Like she wasn't the, around for very the long. fandom, like the most vocal Doctor Who fans that I've ever been aware of, were all in on eleven and uh, uh, ten and eleven. Is it just that Peter Capaldi's not like hot and smooth? I I don't think. I mean, I thought the Doctor Who fandom liked Peter Capaldi. I don't know. I just I feel like I feel like the fan. I mean, it's also possible that I just like Are left you like, Tumblr around the time that Peter Capaldi say, took over. I mean, he's definitely not like, he's definitely not like David Tennant, Matt Smith, Tumblr sexy man material. 
but I feel like people I've I've never heard anyone say anything bad about Capaldi. In fact, no, I don't. I don't think I have either. I just feel like I haven't heard that much about him generally. I guess so, but I I also don't engage with the Doctor Who fans. Yeah, so. I think I I was more in touch with it when I was on Tumblr, which I guess would have been when eleven and. 10. Also, I probably, if I had to guess, the show probably just, like, gradually declined in popularity with with people posting over time, because, like, I don't know. Yeah, maybe. I just felt like it became less of a thing, you know, post. Yeah. Anyway. But who great, knows? Great episode, great, great stuff. Really good. Love really these two. Um, and now, we have the time where we... See what we're going to watch next, so Sam. Good stalling. I got to ask which doctor. Hmm. We've we've had we've had quite a bit of Capaldi. Apparently this that's only our 5th episode of Capaldi. I feel like we've seen more of him than that, but um I I I'm I'm fine with a break from Capaldi now. Um, yeah. You're sated. Yeah. I'd I'd be down for an Eccleston. I'd be down for a, a Smith. An I mean, Eccleston. it's it's so scary to say I want another a Eccleston episode because we only oh, have yeah. ten left. And also, the chances are so low. Am I going yeah. back to playing Donna's Gambit? Yeah, nine, know. ten, eleven. I'd be happy with. I think I think I do. I think I do want some earlier stuff right now. I'm feel I'm feeling earlier. I could use. Um, I could, you know, I could use a quality Smith episode, like if there was one that was good. Yeah, we've we haven't seen that much good Eleven still. <laughs> I don't know if that says a lot about that era of the show. Um, we, there has been good Eleven. No, fuck it. I'm playing Donna's Gambit. All right, I Donna's Gambit. It is. <laughs> I I'll say I'd I'd like I'd also I'd also be down for some more Tenant. Let's see. It's Matt Smith. It's series Bells. seven. Ooh, is this the the episode after the Snowmen? The I bells this, of Saint John. I thought Sam the way this uh, the way this spreadsheet looks. I thought this episode was called the bells of Saint John Cole McCarthy. <laughs> yeah, the bells of Saint John Cole McCarthy. Stephen Moffat uh, is the name of the episode. Series seven, episode oh. six. I think this is right after the Snowmen. Oh, I don't like the that. This is the follow up to the Snowmen. Oh man, I think we're that probably, probably going to pick up in that, the graveyard. That probably means that Claire's going to be not very good in this one. Uh, yes, it it is a Clara. Um, there's a guy named Geff. 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 <laughs> uh, we do have some some more Richard E. Grant. I literally forgot about the Great Intelligence. Generally positive reviews. Underwhelmed by the story. Oh, cool. Positive towards the visual style and the plot. Performances of Smith Coleman and someone else. After the tour de force that was the snowman, it feels no! as though this handsome episode <laughs> constantly misses the mark. Are you kidding me? Wait. Are you... We, I have a theory that Doctor Who critics, like anyone who writes about Doctor Who, are absolutely off their shits. Oh my god, <laughs> Sam. I'm looking at snowman reviews. Dan Martin of The Guardian, <laughs> spit, uh, says... Actually, the best Christmas special since the Christmas Invasion, and the first to be actually scary with everything we like about Doctor Who and Christmas. Alright, man. Dan, log off. <laughs> what the fuck? IGN Matt Risley gave the snowman 9.4 out of 10, which I think that's the lowest score that IGN can give for anything, to be fair. Um, <laughs> anyway. Not to end Yeah, I don't know this. about any of this, uh, but, uh, The Bells of St. John got lower- scores so it's gonna be according, so we will so either like it more than... or it's gonna be the worst thing we've ever seen critics hated battle of rance Gorev colas uh so critics liked the woman who lived 
They did like, yeah, they liked the woman who lived, they liked the snowman, and they didn't like the Battle of Ranskor of Kolos. So I don't know what the fuck is going on in the world that they're watching the show in. <laughs> anyway. Uh, this episode, uh, oh, no, sorry, the snowman, the snowman was nominated for a Hugo Award for Best Dramatic Presentation Short Form. Am I crazy? Blackwater. Am I, am I like out of my mind? Like, am, are we, are we crazy here that that episode was just the worst? Like, seriously? A Hugo? Oh my god. <laughs> hey, it didn't win. It was the worst. I, did we say that Snowman? Yeah, the Snowman was the worst episode he's seen for sure. Oh my was god, it? I hate that. No, I think that once, I think, I think I said I hated it more than Once Upon Time. I think time. Once Upon Time might be the worst thing I've ever seen. <laughs> Once Upon Time was bewildering. I gave but... the Snowman a D, and I gave Once Upon Time a D minus. Uh, but you gave the Snowman an F, and you also gave Once Upon Time a D minus. So you actually really liked Once Upon Time. I need to, I need to, I need to like think about these things. I, I need to keep the spreadsheet <laughs> open while I'm watching. I need to so try thinking. Like, I need to think more. I need to look at what I've given each episode because. Because A-plus for Demon... I couldn't find anything wrong. I couldn't find anything wrong with Demons of the Punjab. <laughs> I mean, it's a great episode for sure. But, like, nothing? No flaws? A-plus? Perfect. Perfect. Perfect episode. Well, that one I'm not so excited to watch, uh, this one. No, me either. <laughs> I don't know. It might be good. It might be good. I... I we, we really have... I'm not going to say we've entirely turned around on Clara, but there have been episodes with Clara oh, where no, I have sure. liked her. I've, I've enjoyed Clara, uh, but I think... And also, mm-hmm. we're going to be meeting Clara Oswald, not oh. Clara whatever. Yes, but, Sam, we did have Clara Oswald in... Uh, in Robot of Sherwood. Robot of Sherwood, and she Yeah, but also we hated very... Peter Capaldi in that one. So. But that was because... It, I can't stress enough that that was because it was a, a, a Matt Smith 11th Doctor script that they just reused for a 12th Doctor episode. But it was also me, written by Mark Gatiss, and this one isn't. That's true. <laughs> that's, this is, there's a little flowchart. Is a Doctor Who episode going to be good? And the first, the first thing is, is it written by Mark Gatiss? Yes, the episode Just skips section. all the way to the bottom F. <laughs> <laughs> I, I truly loathe that that man and his writing okay i think we should wrap up yes let's let's head on over to patreon.com slash potting bros where one dollar gets you a mildly special discord role marking you as a friend of the show you get all of our bonus content all of our doctor who classic episode episodes uh also i i plug it a lot i feel like but the Grant High School Exchange Program has our episodes on High School Musical 1 through 3, and those are fun. And the Secret Life Pregnancy Pact fanfic is completely off the rails. Good stuff. God, Pregnancy Pact rewrite is truly one of the most wild things. I mean, the... Heartbreaking that we were not able to finish it before it was set to private or deleted. (laughs) I, I have to remind our listeners... Um, that the Pregnancy Pact rewrite, or uh, rebuild of Pregnancy Pact, as I like to call it. <laughs> you um, cannot give birth. You, you cannot, <laughs> you cannot, you cannot join the tent that other girls are participating in. This is a joke for, like, four people. Anyway, 
is crazy, but also the original Pregnancy Pact fanfiction is also off the walls, uh, bonker and very bonkers good stuff. and has, uh, <laughs> what's that fucking thing that Ben said? I'm making some bacon for my baby mama. <laughs> I think that also had the line, uh, about Ricky's small but their abs. <laughs> oh god, that was small but, oh my god. Five dollars marks you as a companion of the show. I forgot, I wasn't looking at it. Hold on. Now I'm looking at it. $5 marks you as a companion of the show. You can send us a message that we'll read in one of our funny voices. You'll get a shout out in the podcast. And $10 makes you an honorary member of House Me Sousa. You get all that, pl- all that stuff plus a Discord roll that's incredibly special because it lets you listen to the podcast live while we record it. And we will clap for you when Are we you? shout you out. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm still, I'm still, I'm still like off. Just fucking House Me Sousa. Are you really going to keep doing that one? Yeah, forever. Thank you to our five and ten dollars subscribers. Think, hold on a minute. Wait, I think I could put some. I feel like we could, we you could make those connections and make it. You could do some mental math and maybe maybe Christina D'Souza is a branch of the Lady Me dynasty. Cool. And that's Let's, why she's so yep, yep. epic. There it is. Yeah, done. Uh, <laughs> that's in the audio dramas. It's in the Did, okay. Did you make up the the Christina D'Souza audio drama series? Or is I'm pretty that real? sure. I'm pretty sure Christina D'Souza is in audio dramas. Let me see. Cool, it's real click, now, click, 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 and click, she's click, related. Click, click, she's descended click, from click, me. Click, anyway, click, 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 click. You looking it up? Uh, Christina D'Souza um, is a British journalist who contributes to British. Okay. Vogue. <laughs> Hold on. Let me let me look on. Uh, well, I see appearances. See list. She's gonna come back for the. Are we? Are we on Doctor Who fan? Oh my god! We... Yes, here it is. In 2018, they released Lady Christina Series One, which has five episodes, and then in 2021, Lady Christina Series Two, which has three episodes. Is it like an audio drama? What yeah, is audio drama. Yeah. Okay. My I kind god. Of, I'm kind of like. I don't like. I don't like it, but I like that audio dramas are still a thing because they're quite. They're quite enjoyable. <laughs> And then she's in three other things besides that and the TV TV episode. Okay. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Thank you to our five and ten dollars subscribers, JCH, Roy, Stephanie Bolding, Stephanie Karen, Tasty Sea Sponge, and the honorary members of House Misuza, Cassidy, Destry Hawk, HK, and Sauceworks. Thank you all very much. We're so close to being able to watch Doctor Who movie. We've got a uh oh yeah, true. We have a message from Sauce. Who says, unfortunately, says, I don't have a specific quote in mind. I just want to hear Sam say Brigadier in Donald Duck voice. Yes, you still need to roll the R's. Incredibly cruel of you to say I need to roll the R's. You, I, I literally can't. can't I don't can't care roll, that I need to. I, I can't, can't. Can't roll his R's. But can we get a Donald Brigadier? If you want to work it into a phrase or have Jordan attempt it as well, that, that could be fun, I guess. Go wild. Enemy of the show sauce. The dastardly sauce at at getting our asses online. Uh, that was very clever, Brigadier. <laughs> oh, God. We gotta hydrate first. Ducks have to be wet or they die. They gotta be... Oh, it was so... It was It was. I lost it good. at the end. It was pretty good at first. I was really impressed. Ah. Uh.
No. I wish he died. Oh, that was okay. I heard some. I heard Ugh. some sibilance in there. Uh, Jordan, uh, did you want? Did you want to take a whack at it? I think. Well, I, I was going to say you could do it in Seventh Doctor voice if you want, but sure. Oh, okay. that was that was very clever, Brigadier. There you go. Thanks, Sauce. Now, now, uh, Tom Baker voice. That, that was, was very, very clever, clever, Brigadier. clever, Brigadier. That was fucking you, stupid, Leela. <laughs> I love how I love how our take on the, I love how I take on the that, uh, the fourth doctor. He says fuck all the time. Yes, but okay. Look, I know he doesn't, but we felt like we were being too hard on Leela when we would do our impression we were, of him. Then we, we watched nice. another episode with the two of them, and we were like, "Wow, he's really, really mean." He's to really Leela. mean to Leela. <laughs> he doesn't treat Sarah Jane like that. He doesn't treat uh, uh, Ramana like that. It's just he hates Leela. Anyway. Uh, I'm going to put you on the spot, Jordan. Can we record a bonus episode on the Android Invasion tomorrow? I think so. Uh, Hell Don't work, yes. and I should be awake. So, Android Invasion parts three and four. That's Three and four is, of is four. That, Coming yeah, soon. Yeah, that's all of them. Uh, the premise of the Android Invasion, if you're, if you're not uh, listening, is that they go to a planet full of androids that are invading. <laughs> what? Is that you what's know. going on? Uh-huh. Oh my god. Also, we uh-huh. get to see a guy in an army uniform running really weird. He runs really weird, and then he, like, spring break, hops off a cliff. <laughs> I forgot when he jumps off a cliff. And the, also, there's a part where uh, Sarah Jane is precariously dangling over the edge of a hill. <laughs> it's good shit. Uh, I like Doctor Who. Jordan? I, I like Doctor Who, I too. like this show. <laughs> it's a great show to watch. I'm so glad that we're watching this and not uh, either The Secret Life of the American Teenager or Kylex Y Season 3, Seasons 1 and 2 were pretty good. They were okay. They, I, I say don't know good. what those shows are. I've forgotten at this point. You're glad that you're you're so... You know what I you know, what I know is that you're What's so glad that? that you're watching Doctor Who and not watching, like, uh, Fantastic Four or Mystery Men. That's what I <laughs> Uh, speaking of which, well, no, I'll say first, we are on co-host at Dr. Huh. I'm on co-host at Positive Stress. The Twitter still exists at Potting Bros, but I, I deleted uninst- that from my phone, so. I, I uninstalled Twitter from my phone, too, because I just couldn't stand to see that horny X every time <laughs> I open. Every time I just felt illicit. Also, when I, when I click on, when I do click on Twitter links on, on Discord or something, if someone sends me something on Twitter, every time I try to close the page, I click the fucking X. Ugh. I click it because it's on the same side and it's the fucking symbol that we've used for, for how long? For like 30 or 40 years, maybe more? When you want to close a thing on a computer, you click an X? The fuck is wrong with you, Elon? What a fucking idiot. We could complain about Twitter for a lot longer, uh-huh. but we won't. Uh, We're on Tumblr f- at Dr. Huh. Uh, you can find me on Tumblr at Kiwami Breakfast. I just posted a picture of Mushroom Risotto sitting in a box, in a box, in a box. So if you want to see a picture of my cat, you can follow me on Tumblr or just go check out my Tumblr, I guess. Nice. Uh, uh, she likes to sit on the door and it's really weird. She likes to sit on top of a door. It makes me very nervous when she does it, but we... Yeah, me too, and I'm I'm seeing pictures of it that you probably wouldn't have posted if she had gotten hurt. Oh, yeah. And yet I still look at it, and I'm like... She has, she has fallen off the door a couple times, and she's fine. She's a cat. She's fine. They land on her. Uh, but you I can listen like to my other podcast, though. Sounds About Light, where we are just about finished with Kingdom Hearts Birth by Sleep. We have entered... We did the final episode uh, with Aqua, and next time we're going to be getting into the 
secret episodes and cutscenes. Look, it's called a fragmentary passage, but there's another thing called a fragmentary passage. I'm trying so hard not to say it because it sounds misleading, but that's not my fault. I was going to say, that's the PS4 one with the I know, right? There's multiple things called a fragmentary passage. Is Tetsuya, is is Nomura okay? No! (laughs) What's happened to him? I don't know. But I like like it. Yeah, I know you like it. Uh, I gotta listen to more sounds about life. Maybe I'll do that when I'm at work tonight. That rhymed on accident. Oops. Uh, hey, we're hosted on noisebase.xyz. Um, yes, uh, where I can finish my thought from earlier. Uh, you can check out Zero to Zero. I don't know when this goes up, if they will have officially announced what they're doing now that they have finished watching Mystery Men, but I, for one, am very excited for it. I don't know what it is, but I'm also very excited for it. Sam, there's other good shows on Noisebase. You can check out Pot of Greed. That's a good one. <laughs> I was like, I was ready to stop, but I forgot we feel like we shout out a couple more shows. Uh, check out Zato Trap House about Guilty Gear lore. lore That's not on Noisebase, but check out Roy. Check out Roy. And look at Roy. Look at uh, Join Roy's. <laughs> hey, everybody. Roy. Um, <laughs> Roy. Consider Roy. Consider, oh, think, I forgot yeah. to mention. I'm sorry. I just pulled up my notes to get the prayer. I didn't even say what is happening in the next time on, which is that the doctor has been summoned to assist the Pope in fighting some kind of slender man. I don't. You know, I forget to watch the next time on every single time. <laughs> what the hell? Anyway, Jordan. What the hell? You know, Jordan. <laughs> Sam, I just need. I just need the prayer. I don't have a segue into it. May your life flow like a river. River. May your day smell sweet as a rose. A rose. May your nights be calm and still as a pond. A pond. May you be as lucky as an ace in a game of blackjack harkness. Harkness. May Dan the nice man smile. May Dan the nice man smile. May Dan the nice man smile nicely upon you. May Clara make a clever souffle. May the doctor please leave Bill alone. Leave Bill alone, please. May Bill be fine. May Bill may, be the only companion not may, to die. May 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 you uh, bring peace and deliver. May you deliver Bill to safety. I'm gonna be so fucking mad if Bill dies. And may the doctor light your path through time Every and leave t- Bill alone. Leave Bill alone, Doctor Bye. Doctor Bye. Please leave Bill alone. <laughs> <laughs>